New Zealand Salesforce podcast. Um, so today I have a very special guest with me, Bill Hammer. Uh, he's a marketing cloud expert, uh, one of the leading marketing cloud guys in New Zealand. And I'm so glad that I brought him to my show today. Um, so Bill, welcome to my show. So happy to hey, have you great. today. Thanks so much for having me. It was, it was great to see your invitation. Oh, thank you. Um, so let's start with the marketing cloud. So so I just wanted to tell the uh, viewers the way it works today. So we're going to talk about the marketing cloud. I pretend I have no idea about the marketing cloud. <laughs> so we're going to start with that. And we we talk about a few features associated with the marketing cloud. And then we talk about the learning stuff around it. Um, so, yeah. Is that, is, that, is that okay with you? Yeah, that sounds great. All right, cool. So coming to marketing cloud. So how many years of marketing cloud experience do you have? Just a general yeah. question. Yeah, I had to look it up on LinkedIn today. It's uh, a little over 15 years. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Uh, right. So you've been working on Marketing Cloud all these years? I mean, is that the totally that's that's the thing you've been doing? Or I mean, uh, or you have worked on Salesforce, other aspects as well? Um, I've primarily been working on Marketing Cloud for 15 years. Yeah, it oh, started um, at Exact Target. So prior to um, Salesforce releasing Marketing Cloud, they purchased Exact Target, and that became Marketing Cloud. And I was uh, at Exact Target 15 years ago in 2006, um, and uh, worked for the startup in Indianapolis, Indiana. And um, the founders thought that there was a better way to build and send permission-based email. And they built a marketing system designed for marketers to be able to send email marketing. Uh, and that grew over the years and expanded into marketing automation uh, and other channels, including email, mobile, social, and sites. And over time, um, Salesforce uh, bought, uh, Exact Target went public first, actually, and uh, became a publicly traded company. And then around 2014, um, Salesforce purchased Exact Target and brought that into the Salesforce stacks and made it marketing cloud. Right. Okay. That sounds interesting. All right. Now I'm going to ask you a very dumb question, right? What is a marketing cloud? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, like anything at Salesforce, um, a, a cloud has um, a, a broad set of tools to help a particular industry. Uh, in this case, it's the marketing industry. So marketing cloud lets you build and send emails. It lets you build and send SMS. It lets you build uh, your um, social messages and listen to your social messaging. Let you build cloud pages that um, can interact with your marketing data. Um, and it also has a set of data tools that allow you to um, import, modify, and export your data uh, in a way that you can build a marketing automation system designed to your needs. Uh, and then since then, over time, Salesforce has, has provided a broader set of tools that will let you put it inside your technology stack so that it's scalable, secure, uh, and easy to do. Right. That sounds cool. That sounds cool. Pretty cool. Thank you for that. Um, so do you need a separate license to install marketing cloud? Yeah, it is not included in the Sales Cloud Service Cloud licensing. Uh, there is some marketing capability built into Sales Cloud and Service Cloud, and that is something else. Uh, 
um, that's that's in um, Service Cloud. Marketing Cloud has um, three basic licenses, uh, professional, corporate, and enterprise. Uh, and they largely deal with the number of business units, users, uh, and some features you get, as well as your um, super message volume, which would control largely uh, the number of sends you make. Right, right. That makes sense. You can always buy more, but it's tiered in those three levels. So if I wanted to start, say, learning marketing cloud, so do you do I have to request Salesforce for that or uh, for, say, to enable the marketing cloud? Or what's the better way? Say, for instance, I wanted to learn today marketing cloud, right? So is there any way I can get it or what's? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, there's a few different resources available to you. So um, one of the things I'm most impressed with at Salesforce was their ability to educate um, the, the people using their product. They do a lot of that through Trailhead, um, which is a free service where you can go out and educate yourself uh, with a series of badges um, uh, to, and, and core classes. Um, there are over 100 marketing cloud um, trails up there that cover everything from building emails to um, email marketing best practice, deliverability, automations, et cetera, et cetera. You can also use that for um, some non-technical skills, um, right. writing, writing skills, um, presenting skills, and some corollary products, things like Google Analytics um, as well, um, as well as um, core Salesforce functionality. Um, I've been using Trailhead now for about, oh, I don't know, four or five years. And I've slowly built up over time. I'm a, I'm a, um, I can't oh, remember yeah. what level that is, I, that it's called, but um, I've got a, a, over 150 badges at this time. Victor, Vic, how, how many badges you got now? Me? You. Oh, man, I'm pathetic in badges to be honest I'm, I'm a lazy i'm a lazy guy to be honest i i, I don't remember man i might have, have you? I, okay. I, don't, I don't have much badges to be honest that's impressive um so have you um have you used uh trailhead for any non for uh for any non technical reasons just for general education uh not really i mean i use trailhead mostly for um to, if i wanted to say learn a specific aspect of the salesforce so i just go and use this uh trailer for that um, yeah. another one i thought of that was really really um it, uh, useful was gdpr so oh, there yeah, yeah. Four there are like four modules out there or something for um gdpr and that taught me i, I came away from that going oh i'm confident i understand how GDPR is going to affect uh, marketing and and my part of the business? Yeah, that's a that's a big thing in the European Union, right? The GDPR yep. stuff for European Union customers. Yeah, that's right. That's <clears throat> that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Amazing. Thank you for that. So let's let's go a little bit deeper into the marketing cloud, right? So we got different features in marketing cloud, right? Email Studio, Mobile Studio, Paddot, Interaction Studio, Journey Builder. So. So if, if I ask you to pick one of it, what's your favorite? Oh, that's a great question um, or, and a hard one because, you know, I, I, I love different aspects for different reasons. But I, I'm going to go with Automation Studio. And oh. the reason being, um, I can remember being at Exact Target before we had Automation Studio. 
uh, and we had to build solutions without Automation Studio. And that was a lot more challenging. Um, we were a lot more restricted. Um, and I could remember, uh, you know, how difficult it would be to to build certain solutions without a um, without without Automation Studio. Uh, once we had Automation Studio, um, I, you know, as soon as they introduced that, I remember turning to management saying, "You are going to need an ocean of people to service this." Um, and and through those talks, we kind of sketched out the tech architects uh, position at Exact Target, and um, I got to be one of the first. Um, although I was not the first, uh, the first I would, I believe is Greg Purcell. Um, and I think I was second, but there were a team of six of us became the first technical architects at exactly right. our job was to take automation studio and build, um, solutions for getting data in and out of marketing cloud and, and, and creating a marketing auto automation solutions. And I was really proud to be a member of that team. Um, so just for our listeners, so. You're saying Automation Studio main task is to get the data in and out of the marketing cloud. Is that is that correct? Yeah, as well as um, manipulating the data within marketing cloud. So, right. so you definitely got import activity for getting data into to to marketing cloud into a data extension, uh, which is basically a table. And then you've got query activities, which you can use to select that data, join it to other data extensions, create new tables. With yeah. That. And then also um, you can export that data uh, to integrate with your systems. So can you schedule that automation process or, or yeah. is that? Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's a lot like cron on a Unix server with SQL for the technically minded people and for the non-technical people, um, it, it, it's a way to automate getting data in and out of the system. All right, that's cool, that's cool. We have something called uh, data import and data export in Salesforce space where you can import the data and export it so you can automate the data export process. That's cool. Um, okay. So I, I just wanted to ask you, what is a cross-channel marketing? Right. So cross-channel marketing refers to um, sending a, a message across two mediums. So email and mobile, email and direct mail, um, maybe SMS and social uh, to get your message across. Right. Okay. So these are the channels, right? Uh, SMS, uh, email, and what's the other one you said? Uh, social and cloud pages isn't really a channel, but it's also available. All right. Okay. Sounds cool. That's cool. Right. And so I think you, you know, I just wanted to ask one more thing around the dynamic email. Is that really useful uh, when it comes to marketing cloud? Yeah. So um, one of in the, in the early days of email marketing, it was all about getting a single email out to as many people as possible. Um, and because email was looked at it as free or as near to free as possible, um, you know, you wanted to try and get as many subscribers and get your message out to everybody. Over time, people learned to unsubscribe and mark uh, things as um, spam uh, because it wasn't relevant. So the industry shift into personalizing and making relevant emails at the right time and right place. Dynamic content is one of the tools for getting you from a, a single email with a single message to a more personalized email uh, by dynamically displaying content to you that is based on your personal preferences. Um, you, the, 
the advantage to that or the driver for you as a business is that your ROI from that email is going to go up and the ROI from your spend on marketing cloud is going to go up. So you're going to get more money by personalizing, by getting more emails um, designed specifically for the end user. And ideally what you want that user to feel like is you have a one-to-one -one email, like that email was just built for them. They're more likely to engage with it, open it, uh, and click on it, which will return uh, result in uh, more conversions of what you're trying to, the message you're trying to convey in email. And yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. Seems like a pretty cool option to me. That's cool. I've, I've been hearing a lot of terms in marketing cloud, like subscriber. So do you, can you tell me the difference between contacts and subscribers? Sure. Um, so subscribers are the metadata that exists above an email contact. So if you're going to send somebody an email in Marketing Cloud, they're a subscriber record is going to be created for them uh, based on their unique identifier. Um, typically, that's um, a unique ID that the customer has. And for every unique ID, there'll be a subscriber record. Every time there's a subscriber record created, a contact record is created, and it uses the same ID as the unique right. identifier. So if your subscriber ID is 123, your contact key will be 123. Um, now, contacts can also be used for other channels than email, for instance, SMS or mobile push. Um, those contacts can be the same as the subscriber one if you have an email address for them but if you don't have an email address for them there's no there there is no subscriber key so you can use your unique key for contact key uh and th there'll be a unique instance for every sms message you send to somebody or every mobile push message you send to somebody uh that's what the contact key is so if there's a relationship between the subscriber key and the contact key Right. Uh, but it can also be used for other channels. They don't have to be the same value, but they can be the same value. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. That's cool. Thank you very much for that. Right. I mean, that's pretty cool. So another question I have, right? Most of the listeners might be asking, okay, this is pretty cool. Marketing Cloud is a pretty great place to, you know, uh, to know stuff about the Marketing Cloud. So are there any certification around Marketing Cloud? Say for instance, right, let me let me give you from my perspective. I came from a technical background, right? Uh, is there any certification like uh, on Marketing Cloud which involves some kind of programming uh, or anything or purely from a technical perspective? Yeah, so there are four Salesforce uh, certifications for Marketing Cloud. Right. Um, email specialist is the first one. And yeah. that unlocks uh, two of the next three. Uh, the next three are administrator, developer, and consultant. Right. Okay. Uh, there's also um, a additional email communications product called Pardot um, that uh, has an additional two certifications as well. All right. Sounds cool. So that's cool so you know you have different options different flavors i would say for a developer it's different for a consultant it's different right so do you is there any specific programming language uh i'm just out of asking this out of curiosity is there any pro specific programming language that uh, normally 
people use a marketing cloud like for instance right yeah. from a salesforce space you have apex you have javascript for lbc side of things but in inside the marketing cloud if you wanted to custom build something do you have to use a specific programming language um there's a few so um the first one the most uh the first one is amp script um amp script is its original purpose was around providing more functionality for e making dynamic email content. Right. So there's there's a utility in Salesforce Marketing called called dynamic content, which has a UI for you to click on and say if if this field has this value, display this content area. You could do the same thing with AMP script and do it in code. So it gives, right. it gives you more advanced capabilities there, but it also lets you do data transformation. Um, uh, date manipulation, um, st string methods, um, retrieving of data, retrieving of a single row, retrieving a data set. You can do for loops, um, if then statements um, to, to run through that. And for instance, pick up um, all of the, all of the, um, for, for like a travel company, you might want a list of all the flights available to, to, to all the cities. Um, to all the hotels and you can have all that data in marketing cloud in data extensions and then amp script can be used to say okay here's your flight id number go out and get the record for that flight id and you could see it's what time it right. was fly what the destination arrival and then maybe what's the city it's going to and then pull up um, from another table all the hotels in that city that have availability and you can dynamically put that into an email and send it out that's something you might do with amp script Right. That's that's one of the classic examples of AMP script. Um, oh. There's another scripting language uh, we use, JavaScript, um, and that's primarily used in cloud pages and in script activities. Um, so you can send an email and click out to a landing page at Marketing Cloud, and then if you okay. want to use code to write back to um, maybe have a form update. Uh, a, a data extension field for a survey to see how uh, your flight was. Um, you could use JavaScript to write back those values to a table to, to collect that survey. Sounds uh, cool. Yeah. There's another language called GTL, um, oh. which is kind of like mustache or handlebars. Um, and it's a, it's similar to functionality in the AMP script. It would let you look up data in tables and and display that content. It's a little bit more controlled that way. Uh, and then finally, uh, SQL is a very advantageous language to know for Marketing Cloud. Um, with query activities in Marketing Cloud, you can put SQL into a query activity and right. select data from one table and put it into another. Um, and there's a lot of good work that can be done with uh, SQL. Um, uh, yeah, and we, we highly encourage our customers to develop that skill or, or bring somebody in who's got that skill. Right. That sounds cool. I mean, I, I, I do like SQL skill a lot. I mean, you know, I, I've done a lot of work in SQL service. So yeah, the Salesforce has uh, something called Sokol, which is <laughs> in my opinion is pretty limited, but yeah, it's, it's a proprietary language, but that's, that's a cool, right. That's, that's pretty awesome. I really uh, like that, you know, because especially the, the developer side of things, that's, that's really got me excited to be honest. <laughs> to have a look at it um, now coming to the demand from a new zealand space are there growing demand on marketing yeah for marketing cloud professions 
yeah, the market is telling me that it's growing in demand. Um, uh, there's there's an awful lot of demand, especially over the COVID era. It has taken on even more importance. There's an acceleration, I think, around the world, but also in New Zealand, of um, companies moving to online. I think it's always been in their their plan, uh, you know, to to have a greater online presence, to shift more of their business, to be able to be um, done from home. Um, but COVID has accelerated all those plans uh, and kind of brought them forefront. The budgets have increased and and there's a, a large demand. And with the lack of travel restrictions at the moment, um, it's, it's difficult to bring in um, talent from around the world. So that's creating quite a bit of demand at the moment. All right. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Last question. So we'll market as an end of our podcast after that. Um, do you recommend marketing cloud to someone with no Salesforce experience? Let's say I come to you tomorrow and say, hey, Bill, do you recommend that I can get onto marketing cloud, but I got no Salesforce experience? Um, yeah. Um, you know, Salesforce experience is not necessary for marketing cloud. Um, it, it would, it's definitely helpful, but it's not required. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Um, so that's pretty much I wanted to talk about today. Bill, it's been awesome that, you know, you cover a lot of things and I really appreciate your time today. So thank you so much, Bill, for having me, uh, having on the show today. Yeah, Vickers, thanks for having me on. Um, uh, it was great. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.